Good day, good day, good day, everybody. Welcome to another edition of quantlabs.net. Okay, this video we are looking at the mainstream assets. I've got a list here of which ones to look into. These are found on Awanda. Um, I do go through my process. There's the ones you might want to take a look at. There's the potential ones to watch, and there's the more stable ones. All right, so let's go over to see what I'm referring to. So here on MotorWave, we've got Awanda data. Don't trade on them. Don't be a bad boy. Um, you lose, well, let's just put it this way. I don't trust them. Anyways, we have here a variety of assets. I'm going to pull them up individually, give you my opinion on them. And more importantly, um, I can also go over what I see and why I see it. So again, uh, number one, U.S. is uh, not the strongest economically anymore. Um, I, I talk about this in these style of videos all the time. And uh, let me show you here. We've got this list and uh, the platform, MotoWave. Okay, the first thing I do is I do a harmonic scan here for our chart, let it run against all the different pair, uh, currency Forex pairs that Window has on top of CFDs. Now, I would never trade any of these on Oanda. Uh, There's a reason why I've started up and opened up an interactive broker's account. I trust them more. The Forex side, they're probably more expensive, but I still trust them over any of the other questionable brokers. Uh, in terms of CFDs, um, what I have looked at is ETFs, which are cheaper, not restrictive like futures and options. So they're lower risk to buy. You can buy them at a much lower price instead of having the $400, let's say. Uh, you can buy them like a share at a much lower cost, as I said, very low uh, risk, and the commission fee is only a dollar each side on interactive brokers. So let's start looking at the first one here is um, Deutsche 30, okay? Now, this stock market has kind of come back. Let's see where this one right here. And again, I look at multi-frame, multi-time frames, so this is on a four-hour basis over the last week. Takes us all the way back to November 14th. And then what we can look at is we can start looking at the daily. You can see it's very choppy, very flat. But where you really see it is the monthly. Okay, and the monthly here, you can see it's been flat, but it's had a really nice trend. Had that uh, dip fully recovered in a matter of a few months. And starting to kind of perform but it's it this might start to move up now as you can see that the uh, markets for the last two months are positive on a monthly basis another one that might shock people is the top uh, us 30 actually is that part of no i think that's a, a potential anyways i'll talk about it here so here it's very choppy in the us 30 these are the top 30 largest companies and uh, when you look at the weekly it's getting kind of volatile, which means it's getting a little too uh, top-heavy. Too so the, the steepness that I've always talked about is not as steep as it used to be, and in some instances, 
some of these are going flat and you'll see what I mean in other markets but there are other markets that outperform um, let's take a look at gold now. now now this is the first gold that looks is starting to look potentially something I would consider so um, we're looking at now if you're on uh, interactive brokers is really just the gold ETF so it's not much really difference when you look at the uh, currency, but it can make a difference. You can see here on a monthly view, it's starting to uh, rally a little bit. Now, that could start to take off if things go bad for the markets globally, um, for whatever reason, be it too much debt, just some kind of catalyst, okay? Some bad news could be another variant, who knows? Um, here's the number one stock market now. I was really surprised with it. I've, I've tracked this before, but it's really starting to take off. This is the Taiwanese stock market. Look at that. Those are starting to move up quite a bit. Even on a daily basis, it's not much. We can see that it's starting to steepen uh, on the weekly. It's got a nice trend up. But really, uh, what I like to watch is the monthly. So the Taiwanese. Uh, market at Twix is starting to really do well. Um, another one that should be probably no surprise to people is S&P 500. Very volatile, very flat over the last uh, couple of weeks. Uh, so it's not a lot of performance. But again, when you look at the monthly view, you can see that negative bar. Another one, another one over the last three, four months. So that's why I prefer right now the uh, because the last four months you've had a nice positive set of months, four months for the Taiwanese. So um, as long as China is not talking about uh, invading it, this should continue and should do well. And these are this country is one of the first countries to really resolve their problems of the global sickness. So just keep that in mind. That's why I kind of like it. Another one that might be surprise in Europe is uh, France. The the France uh, 40. Uh, this one is performing as well. Again, I showed you the SPX and how you're starting to see some negative bars. Not so many. Well, it's actually one extra green one, but it's starting to perform pretty nice, similar to the Taiwanese. So that that's a good one to look into as well. Now, another area that people probably may never think of on how to take advantage of the uh, inflation trade because yes you can make money with inflation of course you can you focus on the products that are going up in price namely foods is one of the base industrial uh, agricultural products wheat you can see it's been trending up on that monthly basis well it's starting to cool off a little bit there um, but on the weekly trending up kind of choppy as well but it's trending up Okay, uh, another one to watch is soybean. Uh, let's check out that as well. And uh, why not? It's starting to swing up again, but this this is a very questionable uh, commodity because it can uh, go down in value very quickly. We can see the last two months it's starting to pick up. So, but this is the downward trend I was talking about. That can't happen. But on the other hand, you get this nice trend up 
So that would be a nice one to be part of if it continues to move up. That might be uh, a seasonal thing. I'm not an expert at this. And um, at the beginning of the year, the one commodity they talked about uh, it's starting to move up a lot, again, because of inflation, is oil. So just as an example, Brent crude, WTI, they're pretty well the same. And again, like on, um, on uh, Interactive Brokers, there's only one commodity or one ETF that's oil US oil but you can still reap the benefits of it but you can see that big big fairly big upswing on that monthly view so you might want to take a view of that 86 so but it could push through as it did back in um, September August there in 2007 and it went all the way up to 140 so we don't want that but it's just another way to, to make back what you're paying out at the gas pump or when you're in a store so why not nothing wrong with that right uh, okay so here's some of the potentials so one potential of a food product is corn this one was performing uh, last week that's kind of cooled off a little bit um, here you can see that nice steep uh, steep run up run up but yet it did come down so it may have gone through a reversal on a monthly basis again when you look at the weekly you can see that um, is not as strong that's why I put it on a potential so what I'm doing with my um, soon portfolio is I'll have a script a Python script that will will automatically use daily weekly and monthly uh, moves of each commodity I'm showing you or forex pair and spit out what the weight allocation should be for those um, products and the expected return as well based upon past performance all right so that's another one to watch um, another stock market globally that has performed really good is the India 50 uh, here with the India 50 uh, right here um, look how steep that's been one month okay one month that's been negative compared to the uh, S&P 500 and it's been really strong lately so this is a really good one uh, but last week it's uh, it's doing pretty good over the last week um, so that's definitely a, a, an emerging economy where China was let's say let's say 10 years ago so you could probably take advantage of that of course um, so let's take a look at some of the gold again. Uh, gold is starting to pop up. Just depends upon the overall performance of, namely what goes on in the U.S. and the Fed and all the data coming out on the economic front of the U.S. One, uh, there's a couple of uh, gold in currencies to watch. If, if that's your thing, is gold and euro. You can see it's starting to swing up a little bit. And again, this is on a monthly basis. Not the best, that's why I put it on a watch list, but if things continue with bad data, uh, maybe the global sickness stuff, this may start to continue to uh, drive up. Another econ uh, another uh, currency for gold is uh, the British pound. Uh, now, I would not recommend you to go hog wild with this stuff because um, you're just gonna get okay performance, maybe even sideway performance. And why do that and tie up money with, with the other 
instruments I've shown you, you can get performance with those. So always remember that when you watch your YouTube videos, you know, when you get the Peter Schiff's trying to tell you that gold is awesome. And the reason he's doing that is because he's making money when you buy his gold product um, and gets his commission. So he wants you to obviously buy gold no matter if you're making money or not. Watch the latest one. It's pretty sad because uh, gold is not the best. It hasn't been the best. You can see here it's been doing okay. Um, you know, 800 to 1400 is, is not a bad move, but that's over uh, two, three year return. I just put up videos on crypto where you can get crazy returns three, four, five times in a week with certain coins. So, again, gold and all these other instruments are competing against those crypto coins. Uh, yeah, let's look at uh, another one is uh, silver. So, the one that came up was silver and Swiss franc. Um, so let me just show you that and uh, not much going on there with uh, silver and Swiss franc but on a weekly basis this is what I'm after uh, these kind of moves back in March to July so it doesn't mean a lot right now that's why I put it on the potential now sugar is another product that can do really really good as a food product um, but right now it's on a potential. You see that nice upswing again. This is over um, July, September, all the way up to September of this year has dropped back. Your monthly view, it's getting flat, but this could start to pick up. There's been some really great run-ups during. Uh, you know, you can see here 2010. Uh, going from let's say uh, 13 cents all the way up to 35 cents so pretty good run up in a very short period of time because of inflation now you can see the inflation is not heavily affected so much on sugar but again that's why it's potential now for sure for sure for sure one that will most likely take off are the industrial metals for instance uh, copper um, even though I think China is in a really bad state right now if you look at um let's say cn 50 it's just getting killed that's because of the bad news obviously with the global sickness and how they handle it so here's china 50 it's getting clobbered badly still hasn't recovered at all but um that kind of recovery will push up um uh, copper as an example and obviously the states and wherever else copper is used um, and that's really dependent upon uh, the manufacturing process uh, as well as that's part of, um, you know, I input for a lot of product that we buy. Um, so that could, that could move up um, and probably pretty far too. And it's an inflation trade as well. Um, another one, now currency, this kind of may shock people. But because the state of affairs of the Western debt levels... Uh, one currency that kind of may surprise you if you don't watch regularly is uh, the Rand, the South African Rand. Out of all the coins that I've shown you so far, if you look at a lot of them, the currencies are not in U.S. dollar. There's a reason for that because, well, the politicians in the U.S. Uh, have a credit card called uh, the Federal Reserve and they're just spending it like 
drunk sailors that they are and uh, going on a big party binge with it. And it's going to affect, well, it already is affecting their currency, the U.S. dollar. That's why it's going down and you're starting to see a lot of these alternative um, instruments uh, outside of the U.S. start to move up. Uh, minus the uh, st U.S. stock market, like the SPF or the S&P 500, that's because there's so much liquidity in the Federal Reserve, and now we're at a point where they have to raise pr uh, interest rates. That's going to kill off um, the U.S. markets and potentially the rest of the world. But yet, we still got to eat. We still got to make stuff. So there's going to be some activity out there outside of the West. Um, so uh, these are some of the movers. So the RAN has a really decent trend and it's stable too because it's got that support in place since say January uh, be, be since the 2015 now a lot of things I could say here the charts don't lie um, and as a result uh, when you listen to the talking pinheads uh, wherever it is social media or, or uh, TV or whatnot I mean that's all driven by their intuition this is driven by data and charts so there's no lies here what to look for now I haven't mentioned this yet um, there are certain coin or certain currencies that have held up their held their own fairly well compared to the US dollars I've talked about which is getting clobbered but there's some coin uh, some currencies that are fairly stable uh, when you look at euro euro euros in the same state as the US dollar pretty well but interesting when you look at um, the euro British pound the British pound has held its own pretty good. Um, even though the, the Brexit's come along, you can see it's kind of trended up in 2017, but it's stable. So this is a, a, a currency, if I believe that the world fell apart, uh, this, this, this currency may hold itself uh, and may be stable. Because um, when you look at the other uh, currencies, they're all the same. Peaked in 20, uh, 2007, the financial crisis hit and then those currencies decline and then they just go flat and never come back ever again that's because of national debt so England for whatever reason is stable um, but it's not declining uh, another one is the Norwegian and Japanese yen I could say the same uh, however I think it's just the country so wealthy um, as well, another one is because of mostly oil. And they have a pretty good balance sheet as well as Norway. And they're the same, like, um, it's not as strong as the British pound, but it's stable. It's actually, you can see a little bit of a trend there up until last year. But I do believe this is oil related. And I think that they also change government as well. So Norway might not be perceived as, as wealthy as prior, I mean, I think it's more to do with uh, a liberal versus a conservative government, so it's starting to come down a bit, but something to take note on. So that's pretty well it. Uh, like I said, I am going to be continuing my march on with interactive brokers, um, and we're soon going to start funding and, and start running these, uh, these different uh, analysis on a subscription basis. If you want to know more about it, just join the uh, newsletter, quantlabs.net slash contact. Also doing the same thing with my, uh, with my crypto as well. Um, and if you haven't seen over the last uh, few days on the incredible returns, you might want to check, check out those videos as well.
Other than that, thanks for watching. Have yourselves a good day. And again, that's at quantlabs.net slash contact. And I, I really think uh, in order to uh, go up against inflation and other, other crazy, you know, banks may want to debank you, whatever, uh, crypto is the way using a really good exchange like Binance. Um, so if you want to learn about that, just visit my store at quantlabs.shop for this product and enhance your trading account with a cri cryptocurrency. And if you're a technical person, you want to know how to write these kind of bots, got the Python algo trading infrastructure as well. Again, all found at quantlabs.shop. Thanks for watching. Have a good day. Later.